We're going to be learning Lukutzi Sichas Chelik Yudchas, the first Sicha on Parshas Pinchas. Parshas Pinchas is, discusses the period of time after the Jewish people sinned with the daughters of Zimri, as discussed at the end of Parshas Balak, and it tells us how Pinchas um, got the gift of the Kahuna. Right afterwards, it tells us that Hashem wanted to count the Jewish people again. And Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to count the Jewish people. And the expression that Pasuk uses was that it was, it was after the plague that Hashem tells Moshe to count the Jewish people. So the question what Rashi is going to explain is, is why specifically after the Magefa, why specifically after this plague did Hashem want the Jewish people to be counted? So let's read it inside. Sefalaf. Says uh, on the Rashi's explanation on the words it was after the plague. Rashi adds the word which is the The reason why Rashi puts the at the end of those words is to basically say that his commentary is going to be not just on those three words, but it's also going to be on the next section, which was the command of Hashem to. To count the Jewish people. As the Pasuk says, that Hashem says to Moshe, count the heads of all the Jewish people. So this is what Rashi explains. He's going to give two explanations. Explanation one. This is a marshal of a shepherd that wolves entered into his flock and killed some of them. And the shepherd counts them to know how many are remaining. So, Rashi's Kavana, as the Meforshim explained, is that Rashi's trying to explain something. He's trying to answer a question. By the Pasik stressing that it was after the plague, it's understood that the Kavana of the Pasik is, it's not just coming to tell you the time period, that after there was a Megefa, Hashem decided that there would be a counting. Rather, from this that the Pasik is stressing that the count took place specifically after the Megefa, it's understood that there is a connection between the two. Right? Because why would the Pasik have to say specifically where the Megefa? Could have just said, Bihachar, Dvarma'ela, was after these events, or was after that the story with Zimri, or after what happened with Pinchas. From this that it says specifically that it was after what happened by the plague, it's understood that there's a connection. And if you look at our two star, the Rebbe gives a further explanation. We can even give a stronger connection. He's more than that. He says, if it's only to come to tell you the time period that after the plague, that's when Hashem gave the Moshe Rabbeinu the command to count the Jewish people, then it doesn't even tell you those words after the plagues because we know that it was after the plague just from the sequence of events. The last parsha was talking about the plague. So what this parsha says that Hashem commands Moshe Rabbeinu to start counting the Jewish people it's understood that it happened right afterwards. So why would the Pasuk have to tell us that it was after the Megafa? We already know that. Elamai, the reason why it's telling us it was after the Megafa was to tell us that there's a connection, that it was specifically because there was a Megafa. This is the reason why Hashem is, uh, wants the Jewish people to be counted. 
So the question is the question. So the question, of course, is why, what's the connection? Why would Hashem want the Jewish people counted after a plague? So this is what Rashi explains through a mashal. He says, just like when you have a shepherd, and he has to count the sheep to know how many survived. Same thing, since people died, there was a plague. Therefore, we need to know how many Yidin survived the plague. The Rebbe doesn't like this explanation because he says, there's no, this counting, there's no chiddush in it. Meaning, we've already had many times that the Jewish people were counted, and Rashi already explained earlier why the Jewish people are counted. And the reasoning is because whenever there's a change in the Jewish people, whenever there's a major event that takes place, because of Hashem's love for the Jewish people, He wants to know how many Yidin uh, are there. So, basically, the same thing over here. Since there was an event, people died because of the plague. So it's understood that the reason why the Jewish people are going to be counted is because Hashem wants to know how many survived. As the Rebbe is going to explain, he says, He says, because of Hashem's love for the Jewish people, he counts them at every opportunity. What it means that Hashem counts the Jewish people at every opportunity, it means any time when there is a change uh, in the situation of the Jewish people, which is a very important chiddush that the Rebbe explains in another sicha, that when it says kol shah, it doesn't mean literally every single moment, uh, at least not begili, he's it's not mentioned in the Torah, that count. What it means is that whenever there's a kol shah, whenever there's an opportunity, whenever, whenever there's a major change in the situation of the Bnei Yisrael, because of Hashem's love for us, he counts us at that time. Kam rashi sham, as Rashi explains, that kshiyatzum mitzrayim, that three times that they were counted is one, that when they went out of Mitzrayim, so that was a major event. Two is when Yidin, people died because of the eagle. There was a plague at, by the time of the eagle. Also, um, you know, Shevet Levi had a battle with the people that were doing uh, the eagle. And the third one was when the Mishkan was built. That Hashem wanted the Jewish people to be counted. So, Kfar Meven Atama Gam and Nidididan, Chitziva Kadosh so a child, a student will already understand that just like Hashem, that the reason why Hashem is commanding the Jewish people to be counted after the plague is because of His love for them. And because just like He counted them after the eagle, this is exactly the same story. By the eagle, people died, and therefore Hashem wanted to know the remaining number because of His love for the Jewish people. He wanted to know how many does He still have. Uh, similarly, over here, since there was Magaifa, of course we're going to count them. So why does Rashi need to explain anything? We already know, the student will already know why they're being counted. It's very obvious. And even if you want to say that Rashi wants, wants to remind, doesn't want to rely that the student will remember what he, his, his purish from all the way at the beginning of Parshas Midbar. But nonetheless, Rashi could have just mentioned it in short, that the reason why Hashem wanted the Jewish people counted is to, to know how many remained. Why does, but why does Rashi need to give a whole mashal to explain this? This is a concept that we already know. So it's not like a new idea. 
So why over here is he giving a whole mashal to, as if it's a new idea? We already, we already know this idea. So just if you think the child doesn't remember it, the student doesn't remember it, so say in short to, to know how many remained. And at that point, he'll remember, oh, I already had this concept ready by Chet Egel that Hashem wanted the Jewish people counted in order to know how many remained. Okay, so that's the uh, first question of the Sicha. Right? The question is, what's really bothering Rashi? Rashi is giving this mashal of a raya, l'chayra, this that um, the Jewish people are being counted after Magefa is a very obvious idea. Rashi's already explained this earlier. So why does Rashi feel a need to give a comment and explain it with a mashal why the Jewish people were counted? Base. He says, what is this mashal actually even helping? He says, the mashal itself is very obvious. The nimshal, I'm sorry, the nimshal, the, the concept itself is very obvious. Moshe Rabbeinu was the shepherd of the Jewish people, who, as we know, was Moshe Nefesh for his sheep. So he wanted to count the Jewish people in order to know how many are left. Right? He's the shepherd. He needs to know how many are left because he has to take care of them. So the reason he counts them is to know the remains. Why do you have to give a mashal of a shepherd that's doing it? Let's go directly to the nimshal. Moshe Rabbeinu was a right, and he wanted to know how many of the Jewish people are, are there so he can take care of them. You don't need a mashal to explain this. A base. He says also the mashal is of the shepherd, meaning is the shepherd wants to know how many are remaining. But this actually does not fit with the nimshal. The nimshal is Shabaya Kadush Baruchu, who is the Balatzain, who should see the limnais as Bene Israel. He says, he says, the nimshal is the Hashem, who is the owner of the sheep. Hashem is the one that's commanding Moshe to, to, to count the Jewish people, because Hashem, as, as, because of his great love for the Jewish people, he wants to know what their number is. So therefore, he's giving the command to Moshe Rabbeinu to count them. It's not that Moshe Rabbeinu on his own wants to count the Jewish people, just like a shepherd wants to count his sheep to know how many are still remaining, so Moshe Rabbeinu also wanted to count them. That's not what happened. Hashem gave the command. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't on his own come to count the sheep to know how many are remaining from the attack. He says, He says, You could give an answer with the kavana, like what's the nimshal? The nimshal is that Hashem, in a sense, is telling Moshe how to do his job. Hashem is commanding Moshe Rabbeinu on something which is relevant to him. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu, you're the shepherd. You're supposed to take care of the, uh, the, the Jewish people. So you have to count the Jewish people to know how to remain. And now you'll know how to protect them and make sure they're, they're following my path correctly. So that would be the mashal. Just like a mashal, like a sheep, a shepherd has to know how many sheep he has in order to take care of them. And when there's attack... He needs to count them to know how many are left. So similarly, in our situation, Hashem is giving Moshe Rabbeinu this command for that same purpose. But the Rebbe doesn't like that shot. He says, mm-hmm. He says, Rashi could have just brought the mashal mechatchila from the, from, from the owner. Like, why do you have to bring a mashal of, 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 of a shepherd that needs to know how many sheep he has left? Why don't we just lechatchila bring the mashal of the owner? Meaning is the reason why we're counting is because of Hashem's love for the Jewish people. 
So Hashem's love for the Jewish people, therefore he counts them constantly. So the owner is counted, wants the sheep to be counted, or the owner gives the command for the sheep to be counted. Why is Rashi telling us over here that it has to do with Moshe Rabbeinu being the shepherd, and the shepherd has to be the one counting uh, the sheep in order, because, because since it's his job, in a sense he needs to know how many are left over. Why is that relevant? Just give the mashal of the Balat sign directly, just like we see the Pashas from the, uh, like all the other countings. Gimel. This is, in a sense, really a continuation of the prior question. He says, if more than this is, if you look at the Batanchum and the Medrash Rabbah, it actually brings the mashal um, of, of the owner of the sheep, the Balatzoin, that there was a Zev that came and attacked the sheep, and the owner gives, gives the command to count them. So Rashi actually is changing so we know that this is very meduyik, that Rashi wants it to be specifically that it's the raya and not the balatzayin. So the question, of course, is why? So Beis and Gimel are really the same question. And Dalit b'yosetmua. Rashi atzma hevi b'hashas sisa, b'minyo b'nei Yisrael sh'achar ma'isa egel m'neshnichlas ben m'gepi. He says, we know Rashi earlier in Parshas Kisisa, Parshas Kisisa uh, talks about the, the, the ma'isa egel, that after there was a ma'isa egel and there was a plague, then there, they, the Jewish people had to be counted. So Rashi says over there, he says, it's a mashal l'tzayin, ha-chaviva al-ba'alaha, shal-nafal ba-dever, m'shapasak amalei l'roya b'vakashim imcha, mana sayni v'da kama naisrem b'chulu. In kem adu kasa Rashi kam mashal l'roya. He says even more than this. He says, another question, is that Rashi himself in Parshish Sisisa, after the story of the Chayta Egel, he also brings a mashal to explain why we're counting the Jewish people after the Chayta Egel. And he gives the mashal of sheep, which were very beloved to, his, to, to the owner. And there was a plague. And once the plague was done, the owner tells the, uh, the shepherd, I request you to please count the sheep so I will know how many are, are remaining. So again, we're seeing that Rashi himself in Parshish Kasisa says the counting is because the owner wants to know how many sheep. So why is Rashi over here changing and saying it's a mashal of the raya? So again, this is, and again, same idea. Bez, Gimel, and Dalet are the same question as Rise Rashi over here stressing that was specifically a Raya. And hey, Oichanim, a few other diukin that we see. He says, in Parshish Ksisa, Kasav Rashi, Mashal Shanafal Badever, Mikan Shanichnasu Ze'ebim Lateich Adre. Over there in Parshish Ksisa, the Mashal is of a plague, while over here Rashi gives a Mashal of Ze'ebim, wolves. Why the change? Um, look at our 10, just an interesting point. He says, The reason why Rashi writes uh, wolves, Lashon Rabbi, Manat, Azev, a singular wolf, like the other Midrashan do. He says, He says, Because Megefa became, because the Yidin actually did two Averis, there were two wolves. One was Lazanis and because one they did znus with the daughters of Mayav, and the second one is that they the Davidazar, they attached themselves to the Davidazar called Balpa'ar. And there were many different levels of, you know, I guess how they did the Davidazar and how bad was the Znus. Therefore, the Zaevim Rashi changes it because the Zaevim where there are two issues what happened over here. Um base. Right? That was the first diak. Beis, but Parshas Tzisa Hidgish B'Mashal Sa'inyan Achavivus. 
stressing the idea of the love, the preciousness. Over here, by the Raya, by the shepherd, it doesn't mention at all this idea of preciousness. And Gimel Halashin, Bemed Rashim, he, Alatzain, Latech Hatzain, Rashishinim, Akasal Latech Edre. By the Midrashim, the mushrooms given that the Zev came and attacked the sheep, or came with, or the Zev came within the sheep and attacked. Rashi changes it and it says, within the flock. So why over there are they using sheep while Rashi wants to use specifically his flock? Uh, this last point is only going to be an- answered, Gimel, will only be answered right at the end of the Sicha. But the other ones will be answered quicker than that. Meaning is that Gimel will be answered, part of the lesson that the Rebbe is giving us, that's how it answers this particular diok. Okay, so we have a bunch of questions again on, on Rashi. First of all, we want to understand why he actually needs to give a mashal. It seems like this idea is very obvious. Um, second of all, why is it stressing that it, that, Rabbeinu, that it was the Raya, that the Raya is the one that wants to count the sheep? Just say that the Balatzain wants the sheep to be counted. And, and the last question is really just a bunch of the Yukim. Why is he mentioning wolves and not um, a plague? Why doesn't he mention the idea of the Chavivus? And why does he say, L'toich Edrei, not like the Midrashim that use different expressions? Okay, Gimel. So that was the first explanation of Rashi. The Behemshech Diver Rashi, he says, Dover Acher, another interpretation. He says, when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, they, uh, they, they were given over to the care of Maisha, they were given with a population number. Now that he's, he's about to die, and he has to return the sheep to its owner, he has to return them again also with a number. So meaning is it's part of the job duty. Like when the sheep, the, 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 something's entrusted to you, you're told how many are entrusted, and then when you return that object over here, the people, to the owner, you need to let, let them, you have to count them again and say, this is the exact number of what I am returning to you. So it's moving, Madua Havi Rashi Peir So this understood why Rashi is bringing this as a second explanation and not as the main pshat. Because according to the second pshat, it's not, it's not explained the connection of Tzu to the Vihiachar Megeifa, meaning it's one pasik. It says Vihiachar Megeifa, what was after the plague, and Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to count the Jewish people. But according to this pshat, it has nothing to do with the plague. It has to do with that since Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be passing away, as we're going to see at the later on in our parsha, Hashem is going to tell him to go up to the mountain and to have, you know appoint a uh, Yeshua to take his place. Since it's close to Moshe Rabbeinu to pass away, he's going to pass away within the next few months. Therefore, he was given the command to uh, count the Jewish people. So it's, it has nothing to do with the Magaifa itself. But of course, it's understood the question is the other way. What was the issue with the first shot? That because of this issue that we had, he has to bring a second explanation, um, which obviously the second explanation won't have that, won't have that issue. Okay, so what's the problem with the first shot? That, that only by bringing the second shot does that answer uh, the reason why there's a count. And uh, just obviously to, to point out something that clearly according to the second shot, the Dover Acher, it's not connected. Meaning as we mentioned at the beginning that the other Meforshim want to say that the reasoning why 
the, the problem, the question that Rashi had was, be, what's the connection between Yacham Ageva to Su'u? Since the second explanation doesn't even address that issue, this is, in a sense, a, a, like another proof uh, that that wasn't actually the issue of Rashi. I Meaning the Rebbe already upshlugged that shot, but just to point out, according to the Dover Acher, it for sure is not the, uh, that would be another, in a sense, upshlug, that it's not even answering that question. So let's go to Sifdalat. Habir Bezeh. He says, Rashi is not only coming to explain the connection of the words to the words to the count. That we already said earlier, we already know this explanation. Meaning is, if Rashi wouldn't have said anything, we already know the reason why there had to be a count is because of Hashem's love for the Jewish people. We already would know that idea. Whenever there's a change, he wants to be counted. So that's, he wouldn't have said anything. Rather, Rather, he's coming to explain something which is difficult in the words itself. And by explaining this difficulty and giving an answer in the difficulty of that would also explain the connection between and also the word su'u. So he says, Balak, At the end of Parshas Balak, it said that those who did the Avaydah Zara of Balpar, they got punished in two ways. Either Aleph, Yicha, Ach, Hashem, Yisrael, and Shalach, Mehem, Agefa, Vamesim, Agefa, Arba, Vesrim, Aleph. One way is that Hashem got angry with the Jewish people and he sent, a pl- uh, sent to them a plague, and 24,000 Yidden died. Or the second way is, as we said, that that the, the judges, Moshe Rabbeinu set up the judges to judge the Jewish people, and each one killed two people. Each judge killed two people. Kapirish Rashi, as Rashi explained, that uh, every single one of the Dionim killed two individuals. And we know that the judges of Israel were 88,000, as it explains in, as we see in Sanhedrin. So according to this chajman that there were 88,000 judges and each one killed two, so that there were more than 170,000 Yidin killed by the judges. Because right? the reason how Rashi got that is because it says hargu ish anashav. Like each man, hargu ish, is, is a single person. Anashav is minimum two. So each man killed at least two people. So since we know that there are 88,000 people, therefore is over, 100, over 170,000 people who were killed. Um, just to point out, it's very interesting, the Rebbe does not give the exact calculation. He just says it's over 170,000. Um, so that, you know, so why? Why wouldn't the Rebbe just tell you the exact number? So if you look at that, well, I'm not going to do the arse inside, but just to tell you to outside, it's because it's not so, it's because the number itself, the, the number of judges isn't so clear. Rashi says, in our Defusim, and the prince that we have of Rashi, he writes there are 88,000 judges. But Papashtus, there weren't 88,000. There were actually, um, actually 78,600. According to how Rashi explained how the judges were appointed in Parshish Sisra, he goes through the count, you know, that you know, for every 1,000 there was a judge, and every uh, 10 there was a judge. The whole calculation would have came out to 78,600. So that's one issue that we have. Rashi over here is saying it's 88,000, but from the actual count, it would have been 78,600. 
um, and he goes through the diff- there's different gersais, what it was, and the R18 really, and R20 go through the different gersais of those numbers. Also, the Ramban had the, 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 this girsa either way. So that's why I believe the Rebbe just said over 170,000 because there are different gersais um, about what the exact number was. Vaiter. Apiza oila tmiya gadele papasi dena. Madua magisha kasav achre megefa. Uh, so there's a very strong shaila. Why is the Pasik stressing that the counting happened after the Megefa to know how many people survive? He says the Chayra would have been much more important to know how many survived after the judge is killed over 170,000 people, um, which would have been seven times, more than seven times more than those who died by the Megefa, which were only 24,000. So it should have been mentioned that it was after Hargisha Nashav, or it could have said both, Hargisha Nashav and the Megefa, this was the number. Why is the Patsik stressing specifically the Megefa? That's really what's bothering Rashi. And in order to answer this question, why he's stressing that it's after the Megefa, Rashi brings his first explanation. Okay. All right, so just in short, what we said over here is that the issue that Rashi has, that he's coming to explain, is really the words, that the count happened because of the plague. So the question is, why would they have counted the Jewish people specifically after the plague? the Jewish people should have been counted because of the other way how they were punished, which was the 170,000 people that died because of the judges. So, hey, The difference between a, the owner that commands a shepherd to count the sheep in order to know how many are left, and the shepherd himself who counts them because of his own uh, on his own, for, for the purpose, for this purpose, is like this. When the Balatzayin commands for his sheep to be counted to know the remaining sheep, this comes because of his love for the sheep. His main kavana is to actually express this love. As Rashi says, he counts the sheep to, in order to make known uh, that these sheep are important to him. Um, this is a very important Nakuda, and I'm, I'm going to try to explain it. I hope this explanation is correct. Usually when somebody learns this Rashi, and maybe this is part of the explanation of Rashi, is that the reason why an individual counts the sheep or, or an individual counts money is because when something's important to you, you're constantly counting it because you're excited about it. Uh, but by Hashem, Hashem already knows how much he has. He doesn't need a count. He already knows how many sheep he has. He already knows how much money. There's, no, there's never a point in counting. Rather, by Hashem, the only reason to count is really to let others know why, uh, that this thing is, is something which is important to him. So I think that's part of the dik over here that the Rebbe is trying to say is it's levat, it's to express this chavivis, um, because Hashem, of course, already knows what the number is. He doesn't need to count in order to make that known. Rather, the reason to count and why the, specifically the Jewish people were counted was to let everybody know how important the Jewish people are to him. So according to this, the only thing that's really important is that the sheep are actually counted, and they, we know how many are remaining complete. 
There is no difference if the if the mak the, the the reason why these sheep were were killed was because of the fault of the raya or not. The main thing is to know how many were actually remaining. Because again, the main purpose why the balatzoin counts is is a for him to know himself, like how how much property do I have left? This is something which is important to me. I want to know what my assets are. And also based on this deep that the Rebbe is putting out, expressing over here, um, it's also to let others know. Like specifically, I think that's more rele- relevant probably uh, for, for, for Hashem and the Jewish people for everybody to know that even though, the, let's say, the Jewish people sinned, the Jewish people are very important to him. Um, maybe I could also say even regarding a owner and a sheep, maybe after some tragedy happens with the sheep, people might think that the owner does not care about the sheep anymore. Like, uh, so he counts it by counting and doing this whole thing. Everyone realizes that this is also something which is important to the sheep. Like when you don't count your property, when you don't take care of your property, it makes it look like he doesn't really, it's, not, it's not important to him. Someone who's constantly on top of his property and looking at it uh, and seeing what's going on, that also tells everybody else that this is something which is important to him. Anyway, so that's the main purpose of the of, of the ballot sign. It's not in order to figure out uh, how to better protect them in the future or whose fault it is. Rather, it's to express this that the sheep are important because that makes a big deal for him. Aim it's not himself. Also, as we said, to express it to others. This is when we talk about the shepherd, the reason why he counts them is not, his main reason is not because they're important to him, but rather it's because of his job. He has, a, his job is to protect them. So when he's counting, his kavana is to be able to give himself over and to protect the sheep better that a second, like this, basically this maka, this plague shouldn't, occur a second time. So he's counting them because he needs to know how many are left and then he knows how, how to best protect them that this tragedy again shouldn't happen. So it's understood that this uh, counting by the, by the shepherd is when he feels responsible that something, he did something wrong and therefore sheep were killed. But when this tragedy happened in such a way that the shepherd could not have stopped it, then the reason why he's counting is not to know how to better protect them because it's nothing he could have done anyway. And there's nothing he could do in the future. Like a, a play comes, there's nothing he can do uh, to protect them. It doesn't make a difference if there are a thousand sheep or 500 sheep. There's nothing he would be able to do. Because he, he did his job properly. So the only reason he'd be counting them is because the owner is telling him to count them. Now we can answer one of the questions. That in the Mashal, uh, in Parsha Sisa, after the Chet HaEgel, we said that there was a plague. While in our Parsha, it says... Uh, it was a Balat sign, we said, first of all, and there was a plague. While our Parsha, we're expressing that it was the Raya's counting, and... Specifically, it was Ze'evim that came in. He says, Roya ene yachal lishmar tzayinim et nei dever. Chayin ene noisba ashma kasher nafal bel dever. 
He says a shepherd cannot protect his sheep from a plague, and therefore he's not responsible for that. But he does have the capability, and on the contrary, this is his main job, to guard them from wolves. And he could use a stick or similar ways to protect them. So if wolves do come in and kill many of the sheep, that is his responsibility, and he has to figure out a better way of protecting them in the future. Therefore, by the marshal of the owner of the sheep, that the reason why he's counting is because of the love, it doesn't really make a difference how they died. Therefore, because of Rashi, Therefore, Rashi writes, it was a plague. And we know that's uh, what happened by the Chet Egel. It was a situation which was more similar to a plague. Uh, meaning is that after the after first of all after the Chet Egel the was a plague uh, that caused the Jewish people to die. So if you're going to make a mashal and there's no reason to use any other type of uh, tragedy, you use the same tragedy which is going to be in the nimshal that was in the mashal uh, that that will be in the nimshal. You also use it in the mashal. And furthermore, by by using this expression of a devil, it's expressing that it's nothing that. That the reason the Baal Hatsayin is counting is not because he's tr- looking to protect them in the future, because there's nothing that could be done for this type of situation. By the Raya, it specifically mentions Avim because this because that is relevant in his fulfillment of his job as a shepherd. So Now we can go back to Rashi's question. We said Rashi was really bothering Rashi is why are we bringing, why is it saying that it was specifically after the Megefa that we counted the Jewish people? It should have been after the people were killed by the judges. So he says, he says this that the Bnei Yisrael Rahman and were killed because of the judges. This was legal. This was through a basin that judged them and they said they were of misa. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't worried to be responsible for their death. Um, and therefore, he didn't count those that were remaining because of that issue. That that wasn't his responsibility. Meaning, is there's there's court cases, there's law. There's nothing he could have done to save those to, to save those individuals. That had, they had to follow what the law was, and the judges judged them. Whoever was chayv misa was chayv misa. Moshe couldn't have protected them, but like came the But by the plague, Moshe was able to stop them. Those twenty four thousand people for dying. Why? Or at least he felt he could have stopped them. So for sure and definitely, Moshe Rabbeinu had a connection to stopping this plague. As Rashi brings at the end of Balak. He says, what's told at the end of Parshas Balak, and Rashi explains this, that the tribe of Shimon gathered to Moshe Rabbeinu with their leader, and they, uh, the leader said that, is this woman permitted to me? And he said to Moshe Rabbeinu that if you're saying that she's prohibited, you don't marry the daughter of Bas Yisra. She's also a Midianite girl. So why is she mutter to you? And Moshe Rabbeinu did not remember the lacha of how to reply to him. And Pinchas was there. He sees the story and he remembers the lacha that someone who is boyol or ramis, boyol, a non-Jewish girl, is kanayim paigim that he was supposed to kill her. And that's what happened. And he went and he killed Zimri. 
and the magefa stopped. So, if, so he felt responsible because he didn't remember the lacha. So if he would have remembered the lacha and he would have killed Zimri quicker, then the magefa wouldn't have happened, or at least less people would have died. Even though this that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, didn't remember the lacha was on purpose, as Rashi explains, it was in order that Pinchas, who was really he was a grandchild of Aaron, but because of, he was born, um, he was he was the oldest. So what happened was that Aaron and his children were made kahenim, and Pinchas was born. He wasn't made a kahen. So all the, ki- all the future kids and grandkids that were born after they were made kainim also remained kainim. But Pinchos was, in a sense, born a bit too early. So he, so he wasn't a kain. So Hashem wanted to become a kain, so therefore, but he needed to deserve it on his own. He couldn't just get it from his parents. He needed to, to deserve it. So how did he deserve it? By this whole story, that him showing this Messiah Snapash. Our peer should who actually copy Shemai, Galia Shemesh, Nasa, Ashma. Of a Meshla Atma, Yachal Achsha, Shahayazai, Yin Shashikhatzlai, um, so even though the truth is it was on purpose that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't remember it, but nonetheless, that's Hashem knew that. But Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know the reason why he didn't remember the lacha. Therefore, he himself could have felt guilty because he forgot the lacha, and because of him forgetting it, therefore there was this uh, mag- he wasn't able to stop the magefa uh, quick enough. Um, This is what Rashi writes, that after the Magefa, and he gives a marshal of the Raya that the Zeevim come in, and he counts them in order to know how many are left. This is a minion that was needed that the specifically Moshe Rabbeinu, the shepherd, had to count. That was one of our one of our main questions, right? We had Three questions, which are really one question, is why is Rashi stressing it was the Baal Hatsa, uh, it was the Raya, not the Baal Hatsa. So this is the explanation because in our parsha, what's relevant is that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that felt guilty uh, that he should have done more to protect the Jewish people. Therefore, the Raya has to count, uh, even though Hashem is in a sense told Moshe Rabbeinu to count the Jewish people, but. Um, I think the vart is that Hashem was telling him, this is, we'll see more why Hashem didn't count. That's another question. Why didn't Hashem also count? We'll answer that later. But Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to count the Jewish people. And Rashi says, why would he have to count the Jewish people? So then he gives the marshals explaining, that, yeah, this is Taka Moshe's job. He, just like a, a shepherd, when he, his sheep die because of something that he didn't do to protect them properly. He needs to be able to protect them in the future. So also over here, this was Moshe's job to count them because he could have, in a sense, stopped that Megefa, uh, or at least he would be able to stop it in the future, and therefore it was up to Moshe specifically to count the, the Jewish people. And that's why he gives specifically the Mashal of Arai. That's very important. We'll explain why Hashem didn't count later on, but we know at least why Moshe Rabbeinu had to count was because he had the responsibility to make sure that they were protected in the future. And Bez is Leda need to know how many remained after the Megefa, because this was according to Moshe's thought process that he was able to stop it, just like if Zeevan would have come into the Edrai, or at least he could have made it less casualties. And to in order to protect and to make more the, the remainders would have been more because less people or less sheep would have died. So this explains the the main issue that Rashi had is as we explained, 
why does it say that it was after Megefa, not after uh, the judges? So Rashi is explaining because this, the reason why the Pasuk stressing was after Megefa, because the counting was specifically Moshe had to do this count. Because it was Moshe's responsibility to make sure this Megefa would not happen again. Okay, and as I said, why is it was it well but Hashem counting the Jewish people? And that wouldn't have been relevant to some Megefa, not a Megefa. That we'll discuss in a moment. He says, by the story of the eagle, where Moshe was on the mountain. He had no connection to the outcome of those uh, the people who sinned. Um, and therefore, there wasn't uh, therefore Moshe Rabbeinu Mitzat himself as a shepherd had no reason to count the sheep. It wasn't his asham, it wasn't his fault. Therefore, Rashi over there brings a marshal of the sheep, which is important to its owner, that the minion over there comes Mitzad the Baal Hatzayim, which is Hashem. And this was, and therefore he also gives the marshal of a sign that there was a devark, meaning it wasn't, the, there was no guilt with Sad the shepherd. And why does Hashem want them to be counted? This is because they're important and as we explained, Ba'arucha. It's not completely clear. He says, he says that at this point in time, the Bnei Yisrael were already on the Arvis Mayav, and they were right across on the other side of the Yarden. They're prepared and they're ready to go into Eretz Yisrael, and at that point, they were ready was the Gezer that Moshe Rabbeinu would not lead them. So, he says, therefore, at this point of time, it was the time for Moshe Rabbeinu to pass away, and that's why uh, right after the Bnei Yisrael were counted, and right after Parshas of the Bnei Yisrael, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to go to the top of the mountain and to look at Eretz Yisrael, because you won't be able to actually go into Eretz Yisrael, but at least you'll be able to see it. And after that, the parsha continues with Moshe Rabbeinu giving smicha to Yeshua. Basically is, at the end of, we're at the time period right before Moshe Rabbeinu is going to pass away. So, since, as we just explained, the reason why a shepherd counts the sheep is to know how to deal, how to protect the sheep in the future, Therefore, you should have put Yeshua and Elazar, who are going to be the leaders of the future generation, um, to be part of the count. Meaning that since it was right before Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, why was Moshe Rabbeinu the only one counting? If the whole reason is to be able to know how to take care of the sheep in the future, then the future leader, Yeshua and Elazar, should also have come to be part of that count. So that's really the problem with the, that was one of our questions, what's the problem with the first shot? The problem with the first shot is why wouldn't the new, if the whole issue is to know how to protect the people, then Yeshua and Elazar should have been there. He says, 
יודה, שנסו כמה חדשים על הסתלקוסי של מיישה, לכן הימין ינגיע למיישה, על כפנם עבור חדשים אלה שבהם הידיים עשו. He says you can give a דרכי דגל answer, that since Hashem knew that there are many months until מיישה רבינו passed away, so the minion was relevant to מיישה, because he was still going to be the leader for another few months. And if you look at R37, וגם, עדיין חשב מיישה שמהותר הגזר וכנס לארץ, and also we're still at the point of time that Moshe Rabbeinu was thinking that maybe this Gezerah was nullified and I can enter into the land, as Rashi will explain. So Moshe Rabbeinu himself is thinking maybe, you know, my, my leadership is not coming to an end. Avol Kevin Shatir Zet Shalei Lashatif Es Yeshua HaAsit Ka'avur Misper Chadash Lali Yisroya Shalei Yisroya Biyesim Matzav Shayna Lagamri Lameshech Lamayi Lameyud Dalet Jana Enenayir He says, but this answer... Uh, not, you know, it, it still doesn't completely answer the question. Meaning, is any achinami that you know, even for those few months, that Moshe Rabbeinu will still be a leader, it would be relevant for him to count the count the Jewish people. But since Yeshua is going to be taking over in a few months' time, it makes sense that for him to be there too. So even if you know, God give this deichik answer that was relevant to Moshe, but still was relevant to Yeshua. And even if Moshe thought maybe he'd be able to take. Continue with the leadership, but he didn't know 100% if that was going to happen. So why don't get a, a Yeshua involved? As we know that Yeshua was going to be a leader for over 14 years in a totally different situation. He's going to be in Eretz Yisrael, so he should have been part of it. He says, therefore, in Inar, it's not as clear. I mean, you could give an answer, but it's not, it's not the best. Therefore, Rashi brings another shot that the that the count was connected to the Misa of Moshe, that since he was going about since he was about to pass away, and he had to return his sheep, therefore he had to return them with a number. But this second shot is even harder than the first shot. According to this, it's not actually connected to the Vihiachar Magefa; it's actually only connected. To this, that Moshe was close to die. Therefore, Rashi only brings us a second one, as as we explained earlier, the main shot, the Pipshuta Shemikra, would be the first shot. So, even just to explain, even the second answer resolves the main issue that Rashi had. The main issue that Rashi had is why is Moshe Rabbeinu counting the Jewish people specifically after the Magefa? Shouldn't he have counted them after the judges killed? Uh, such a large number of them, more than seven times more than the Magefa. So we gave one answer. And the second answer is basically saying the reason why Moshe counted them had nothing to do with the Magefa. So you're saying, the question is, what's the connect, like why after the Magefa is he counting them? He should have counted them after the death that happened because of the judges. So Rashi's answering, the truth is, the Magefa has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Really, the reason why he's counting is for a totally different reason. He's counting because he has to give the Jewish people back to Hashem. Um, but of course, that's not connected to the beginning of the Pasik, which is a daichik, as we already explained earlier. Therefore, Rashi brings it only as a second shot. But we still need to understand why Taka was the minion over here done, mitzad the Raya, and not mitzad Hashem. And the reason why Hashem would have counted them is because since is to make known that the Jewish people are very important to him. And then, 
if it was Taka Hashem who was going to count them, then the Taka wouldn't have made a difference if it was the people died because of the Megafa or they died because of the judges. It doesn't make enough community to the Baal sign. He would have counted everybody. So to clarify what the question is, Rashi knows that it must have been Moshe Rabbeinu, it was the responsibility of Moshe to count the Mitzad that he was the leader of the Jewish people because the words were if it would have been Hashem's counting, it would have said Yivu would have said nothing, or would have said Yachem and then Hashem wants to know how many are remaining because of his love for them. But this that it says specifically the Megafa, then we know it was Moshe because this is something that he was responsible for. So we do know that it's Moshe. But the Rebbe's question is not, how does Rashi know that it's Moshe? The Rebbe is just asking, like the Fiat Emes, why Taka is the Torah saying that Moshe Rebbein is counting? Why did the Torah say that Hashem wanted to be counted? Like why Taka didn't Hashem want to count them? We see Every other time there was a tragedy, like by the Eagle or any big event, he did count them. But here he's not counting. This is Moshe Rebbein's responsibility, as the Torah makes it very clear, why? So Abir Bezat. He says the chet that the bnei Yisrael were that they were had relations with a Aramean, and as Rashi explained earlier, that the kanoim that those who are zealots are able to kill her and him are able to kill the individual that's being paygeya in the boil Aramis. The truth is, I keep on saying her, but the truth is, kanoim paygimbay is is specifically the is the person is the Jewish person that's having the relations. The reason why Kospi Basur was killed uh, wasn't because she was having relationships, at least not according to all Meforshim. Uh, many Meforshim want to say she was killed because she was pushing Kosby to do, uh, she was pu- pu- pushing them to do a Vajazar. As Rashi explained in last week's Parsha, that p- part of what was going on is, besides for the relationships, is that these girls were also trying to convince the Jewish people to do a Vaidazara. And the rule is that a Mesa, someone who's trying to entice others to do a Vaidazara, is also Chayv Misa. So that is probably the reason why she was killed. So Kanayim Payyagamah is actually specifically by, um, by the Nasi of Shemin. So, anyways, the point is that. Rashi already explained that Kanayim Paiganbai by this Avera, so even a small child understands how strict this Avera is and how stringent it is. Because usually there needs to be witnesses, there needs to be warnings, there needs to be a court case. But over here, what we're saying is that you could just kill him without anything. So, like, this is so uncommon no, no court case, no nothing. So, we can understand how strict it is. And he also knows that this caused more than 20,000 Yidin to die. As we know, as Rashi brought earlier, that this was Bilam's advice to Balak, that if you want them to die, you have their, their God hates these types of illicit relationships, so if you get them to do this, they will uh, he'll make a plague, and that's not what happened. So therefore, it's understood that we're not going to have the idea of Chavivas, meaning his counting is always to show love and Chavivas to the Jewish people, but over here, Hashem wasn't really very happy with what happened. Therefore, he wasn't going to count them to the Nasiris, because at this point, it actually wasn't uh, a time of, of love. Just to give a little bit more background based on other sikhas of the Rebbe, that um, counting is, as we said, is to reveal the love that Hashem has. So Hashem always loves the Jewish people, but at special occasions, this love becomes much more revealed, and that's when the count happens to express it. Like you know, when they left Mitzrayim, or, or when they were building the Mishkan, when the, the Shekhinah was coming to be shared in the Mishkan, he, he, he counted the Jewish people. Um, what about the Chet Egel? So the Chet Egel is actually interesting. In the Chet Egel, they were counted only after Yom HaKippur, Yom Kippurim. 
Meaning is that only after the Jewish people were forgiven for the sin and they were misrats the lefanov, that's when Hashem wanted them to be counted. Again, because after Yom Kippur, the love that Hashem had for the Jewish people again was revealed. So then he wanted to know how many were remaining. But the point is that it was a time of love because of the tshuva that happened. But over here we don't see uh, the tshuva, any tshuva that happened. On the contrary, it was a one man that, in a sense that caused everything to stop. It was Pinchas. Okay, so v'yim Allah, this will be made sweeter, this explanation of der Allah. He says, says, this is the worst type of aver because a usual aver that's connected to a rayas, like a son from a erva, it's still your child. He's still a yid. He just has, um, he, just, he just came through sin. But a ben menekutis ain't a benet. But if you have relations with a guy, a goya, that's not even your child. As the Ragashov explains that through this aver, you're destroying, you're killing the fashus of a yid because you cause that nefesh. Um, to go after her, because the lineage goes after the mother, not after the father. He says all other averes that they do, but these averes are not going over the boundaries between a yid and a guy. Because even after the aver is done, you still remain a, a yid, and also your child will remain a yid. You're taking your child who should have been, uh, it should have been from the Nefashis Yisrael, and you cause them to go after her and make him to be a guy. So, since you caused that for this Nefesh, it became a guy, or at least it was blumish in a guy's body. Therefore, this father is, is also considered, at least in regards to his, his preciousness that, and the love that Hashem has for him, that he is also muchutz, uh, he's not part of the flock. So Hashem also considers, you made that happen to your kid, so Hashem is also going to make you not be considered part of his flock. And as the Ramam says, that this thing causes him to uh, to attach the Vaidazara, which Hashem has separated us from them. Right? Because, A, first of all, the child for sure will be Davik because he's actually a guy. And even the father, since your kid is a, a guy, that's going to cause you also to be connected to Vaidazara. So, Therefore, he says, there's no place to count in order to know the chavivas of those who are remaining. When you say the word remaining, remaining from what? Meaning is that there were sinners, and you're the ones that were remaining from those sins that were done. But over here, you're not, the, whoever remained wasn't part of that. Meaning is the people who were killed were not part of the Jewish people, at least spiritually. All right? So there was no connection. Meaning as Hashem said, these people have to die, these 24,000, they were killed. And the Jewish people had nothing, the other Jewish people were not remaining from that because there was no connection between two, these things. It was kilu. The, the, the flock was split in two. One flock remained complete. And this other flock, which has nothing to do with us, is the one that was killed. Masha Inkain, by the Chet Egel, as we know, the Chet Egel was actually, the Gzer was initially on all the Jewish people that they were supposed to be killed. The entire people were supposed to be killed. But because Moshe Rabbeinu, um, you know, davened for them and they did tshuva, etc., etc., so the Jewish people were forgiven on Yom Kippur and only the ones, only certain ones, only the people actually sinned, uh, were killed.
And therefore, you could still use the word Nasiris because the Gezerah was initially on all of them. But over here, the Gezerah wasn't even on all of them. It was actually only on those that sinned because they, those ones that were sinned were separated. And because of that sin, were made not part of the flock of Hashem. So, so now we have two lessons from one uh, extreme to another extreme. He says, On one hand, we see that the Boil Ramas, it's not only uh, that your children, it's not only that we have a loss that your child will be going after her, but even the sinner himself leaves the flock of Hashem. This is, of course, the great lesson, uh, the great Zahira uh, and the great Schus and the responsibility for those individuals that have the capabilities to stop even one individual and even to stop in just one time from Chasud Shalom and Rahman al-Tzlan being Nikhshal such a hate and even to to stop such an individual, even someone who already was nichshal, if you're able to stop him from doing the severe a second or third time, that is also a, a, an amazing schos. On the other hand, we see that regarding taking care of their needs, guarding them from wolves, Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, who is the faithful shepherd of the Jewish people, who is Moshe Nefesh for the Jewish people, for every single individual, we can see how much he was given over even for such individuals uh, of the Jewish people that would do such an Avera. Right? Meaning is, when he's, he, he's guarding them for the future, what type of Yid is he guarding for the future? He's guarding Yidin that in the future could be Nichshah from these wolves. So we see how Moshe Rabbeinu, in a sense, takes care of even them. And the says even more than that. And he says even more than that. They're actually part of his sheep, which he takes care of. Because the, we said that Moshe Rabbeinu had to do the count to know how many remained. That means regarding and relevant to Moshe Rabbeinu, this still is his flock. So even after they did the sin, it says the Nisaris. So meaning is that even afterwards, the ones who are remaining are the ones who are left over from those who did the sin. Meaning is that it's all still part of his uh, sheep. And it was, in a sense, a plague which, which hurt all of his sheep. It was a plague that hit his sheep. Some survived, some didn't. It's not like by Hashem that they, it wasn't even his sheep at, at that point in time. By Moshe Benu, it was his sheep. And in the sheep, there was these wolves that came in and attacked them. And not just like attacked the ones at the edge of the Mahdan. These sheep came in to the flock and killed some of the sheep. So the point is that Moshe Rabbeinu considers all of them to be his sheep, even after such a various were done. And this is a lesson, this on Haggah, this conduct is a part of the Torah came part of the Torah, which is a lesson for every single Yid, as it says, as we are commanded, remember the Torah's Moshe Abdi. So this last little shtickle, of course, answered that diak. Why does it say Edrei? While by the Midrashim it says Soin. So that was part of the lesson as mentioned. So let's just quickly go back to the beginning of the Sikha just to make sure we got um, all, all the answers. So question number one was that, um, question was, why is Rashi coming to explain the connection between the Megefa and the Minyan, this is something which is very understood because, of course, Hashem always counts the Jewish people when something, well, let's say a plague happens or whenever there's a big change. 
So the answer is that actually it's not Rashi's question. Rashi had a different question, which we explained was, uh, why does it, why does the Pasuk stress that it was Achar Megefa, not after this, that the judges killed over 170,000 people? And uh, the question, the next question was, was, why does he need to bring a mushal? Isn't it very obvious? You count your sheep because you want to know how many are left. So the reason why he brings the mushal is because he's trying to explain that it's specifically the raya. Um, it's, it's like a raya that's counting the sheep, meaning it's not because of the love of the owner. Uh, because over here, we weren't counting the, 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 we were, the, the Hashem was not counting the Jewish people because of the love that he had for them. Because on the contrary, these individuals, as we just explained, were in a sense separated from the Jewish people because of the Aver that they did. Rather, this is specifically the responsibility of the, uh, of the Raya, that he still had a responsibility to make sure that such a thing would not happen again. And that's why we give it specifically, now the third question is why specifically a Raya? It's because it's specifically his uh, Achrayas and his responsibility to make sure that does, that does not happen again. Um, well, so then the question was in Parshas Kisisa, we have the enemy, we have Parshas in the Tanchum, I'm sorry. It does mention Balatzain, but that we already explained. It's because Rashi, of course, is trying to express that it was the Raya, not the Balatzain. The next question is in Parshas Kisisa, it also says that, same answer. And then we had a few different Yukim. Why in Parshas Kisisa does it say that it was a plague? It says it's the Balatzain. And again, as we explained, the idea is that it was that that Avera, it wasn't in a. What Hashem was trying to count at that point of time was not, it wasn't Moshe's fault that that happened. He was on the mountain. Rather, the reason why Moshe was counting the Jewish people is because of his love for them. And therefore, it didn't make a difference if it was the Avim or something else. So therefore, Rashi mentions Dever, which expresses that it wasn't uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's fault. There's nothing that you could have done for the future. And second of all, that's actually what happened to Jewish people, that there was a play because of the Cheta Egel. And the next question was, why does Rashi stress it was Edroy, his flock? Because the point is that even after they did, uh, those Averis, Moshe Rabbeinu still worried about them, and they were still considered part of his flock, and it was still his responsibility to make sure that that would never happen uh, again. I believe. Uh, then the next question is, why does Rashi have to give two Pshatim? So the reasoning is, because the problem with the first Pshat is that since Moshe Rabbeinu was about to die, and the whole purpose of this count, in a sense, was to know how to protect him in the future, then Moshe Rabbeinu should have had Yeshua and Allah with him. So therefore, Rashi gives a second explanation, and this second explanation also explains why uh, it's it telling us, because the main question, as we said, of Rashi was, that why does the Pasuk stress that it was after the Megafa? It should have said that it was after the judges killed all those people, which was over 170,000 people. It was a lot larger number so that we give it another, another answer is that actually had nothing to do with the plague and nothing to do with the judges killing them. Rather, it was a preparation for Moshe Rabbeinu to pass away that just like when he was given these, the Jewish people, it was given with an account, a number. Similarly, when he has to return them, he has to return them with uh, a number. But nonetheless, the first shot is still better because the first shot connects to the beginning of the Pasuk. The second one does not connect to the beginning of the Pasuk.